What is up, what is up, what is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show, Coaches Friday edition, very special edition of the podcast today. We're going to have two podcasts. First, we're going to be joined by the head coach of the Belmont Bruins, Coach Casey Alexander. He joins the podcast today. Talk all things Belmont basketball. It's a very, very fun interview. I know you guys will enjoy it even if you're not a Belmont fan. There's a lot of basketball knowledge, a lot of talk about COVID-19 and college basketball and the cancellation of the NCAA tournament. So a great podcast for you guys to listen to at home. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter at Mitch Davis Show and also at Mitch Davis underscore eight. Also, go over to the website, themitchdavisshow.com, for all of your college athletic needs, man. We've got everybody. The podcast is out there. Articles are out there for a full weekend of college football action. The show has been brought to you by S.Y. Wilson. They're located in Arlington, Tennessee on the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. Be sure you go check them out before you head to your game day location on Saturday. Man, they have got you covered. They've got Memphis. They've got Tennessee. They've got every collegiate team that you could even imagine. They are at S.Y. Wilson, historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. You're listening to the Mitch Davis Show. Follow all the social media by typing in the Mitch Davis Show on Instagram and Facebook, and on Twitter at Mitch Davis Show. Without further ado, I would like to welcome in Coach Alexander to the podcast. I am joined now by the head men's basketball coach of the Belmont Basketball Bruins, Coach Casey Alexander. Coach Alexander, how are you doing today? Doing great. My pleasure to be with you. Man, it's an honor to have you. Uh, you're one of my favorite college basketball coaches to watch and to cover. It's a, it's a pleasure to finally get to meet you and finally get to talk with you. Coach, let's talk a little bit about your Belmont team. Last year, you guys were OVC tournament champions, uh, NCAA tournament uh, berth until COVID uh, took that away from you guys. Talk about your team last season and what you expect out of this season. Well, uh, we certainly – pleased and proud of the way that we finished last year it really was not a smooth sailing season by any stretch you know I mean that we we win 26 games so that's good uh, but uh, we lose our first conference game at home we end up um, we get swept on a Murray State Austin P road trip so we're five and three midway through conference play and three games back of both of those teams so to win our last 12 games to win a regular season title to win the conference tournament um, you know, obviously we were pleased with how that finished. So um, what that looks like for this year, I mean, we can talk about it, I guess. Nobody really knows. <laughs> Coach, let's talk a little bit about that COVID-19 cancellation of the NCAA tournament. Um, you know, you guys did have a magical run there at the end to win the OVC tournament. Um, and you mentioned, you know, starting five and three. Talk about the mood around your program after the NCAA tournament was canceled. What did you tell your guys and how did you guys go forward with that? Well, it was difficult to say the least. Uh, you know, we, <clears throat> our conference tournament is one of the first ones to see its completion, you know, so we were in early and that's, that's really usually a real blessing because we have a lot of time just to enjoy the spotlight of being in the NCAA tournament even before Selection Sunday comes. So we took several days off, came back on a Wednesday and practiced. Um, and then on Thursday, I guess, is when everything was canceled. And so we could kind of feel that momentum building. So we're practicing for the NCAA tournament, almost expecting it not to be played. And then 
Uh, we found that out on Thursday afternoon, and we just decided to wait until Friday morning to have that final conversation and pack up our gear. And um, it was a it was a pretty surreal moment, honestly. Um, and of course, at that time, nobody knew what we were dealing with. You know, in hindsight, it was a really easy decision, and um, and we look back on it and say, you know, it's just our tough luck. But guys handled it well. You know, I think it helped us a lot that we had the ability to play our conference tournament. You know, we had the ability to cut the nets down, um, you know, so we felt some completion, even though we still obviously had plenty of disappointment for not, not getting to play an NCAA tournament and see what a really good team could have done. Coach uh, Belmont is always known for their NCAA tournament runs under coach Rick Byrne. I know the rest of the country, like myself, was excited to see you and your team make that run this year. Uh, let's talk about your two returning guys this year. Grayson Murray and Nick uh, Mazinski. Hopefully I don't botch his name up a little bit. Talk about those two guys. I know uh, Nick averaged 15.3 points per game last year, 6.4 uh, rebounds. Also Grayson, 9.8 points per game and 7.5 rebounds per game. Talk about those two guys and their uh, leadership this year. Yeah, both guys will be juniors for us. We actually have no seniors on the roster. Um, and so uh, – but both those guys have had two tremendous seasons. Uh, started every game just about that they've been available for. Moose has been an all-conference player both years. Um, Musinski's actually been – through his first two seasons at Belmont has been you – know, has scored more points than anybody else in the history of our program. Um, and then you talk about Murph, who's, you know, off the charts, assist turnover ratio and um, – in our defensive player of the year in our conference last year. So you got a point guard and you got a five man, um, you know, that's that high quality. You know, hopefully we can find the pieces in between to put out a good team. Let's talk about some of these newcomers in. You've had a pretty good recruiting class and high expectations for your team. Talk about those newcomers and what you expect out of them. Well, the danger with newcomers is you really don't know until they yeah. get out there and play. I mean, you know, I say it in recruiting all the time. Coaches, coaches always love the guys they sign or else they wouldn't sign them. But, it doesn't, it doesn't always turn out the way you want to, but we're excited about it. Um, you know, we think we've got a lot of good pieces, um, you know, that can play. We think we've got a lot of depth and a lot of balance. Um, you know, a returning player, I think Ben Shepard is a guy that, you know, he, he, he showed last year what he could do, but it was, you know, minimal minutes. Um, I think he's a guy that will have a great impact on our team. Uh, and all three freshmen are off to a great start. I mean, I think they all came in physically. They're ready to play. Um, you know, play with a lot of confidence. They've got a lot of skill. You know, how much they're needed to play, I don't know. But, um, but I feel really good about, about our roster overall. Coach, before we get into scheduling and COVID protocols, uh, let's talk a little bit about filling the shoes of Coach Rick Bird, a bas mm -hmm. college basketball legend. No, I had to ask you that question. Uh, I covered him one game, and the guy was tremendous. So I, I want to ask you how hard it was to fill his shoes in your first year. Well, um, Mixed bag, really. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that playing for Coach Bird and then being an assistant for him for 16 years, I mean, I was with him for 20 straight years before I left Belmont to go be a head coach for eight years at Stetson and Lipscomb. Um, you know, that really helped me. You know, I think if I was an outsider, you know, coming in and, and not knowing how things had been done at Belmont and kind of what the formula was for success, I think I would have been looking over my shoulder a little bit more. Um, but having a really good relationship with Coach Bird, uh, having a lot of history with this program, it really just allowed me just to come in and coach the way that I coach. And, um, 
and, and it ended up being way more of an asset than it was any kind of hindrance. And so, um, you know, it's a privilege, really. I mean, the guy's a, he's gonna, he's gonna Hall of Famer and, um, and a heck of a coach and really, really good man and was great for Belmont for a long, long time. And so, you know, the fact that they chose me to be a guy that could be a successor was, um, you know, was quite an honor. Coach, let's talk a little bit about the scheduling of post-COVID-19, or not post-COVID, but during the pandemic. Uh, talk about the struggles. And in NCAA re- reduced the season, I think, four or five games. Now the season starts later. Talk about the scheduling conflicts you've had to overcome a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's important, you know, before we go too far, just to say, <clears throat> I think all of us are happy we're having a season. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, let's, let's count our blessings in that regard that, uh, you know, we're only starting on, what, 15 days later than what we were supposed to start. Uh, naturally, that creates some disruption because between November 10th, which was the original start date, and the 25th, which is the new start date, you know, everybody had three, four, five, six games, you know, so those are lost, you know, and it would be simple just to pick up on November 25th and play your schedule. Um, but that's not going to happen. Uh, that, that's, that's pretty uh, obvious at this point in time. There are a lot of tournaments are getting moved. There's a lot of reshuffling. There's a lot of game cancellations. There's a lot of guarantee games, money games, you know, between maybe a power five and somebody like Belmont that aren't going to happen now because the money's not there, you know, so it's, um, there's just a total mixed bag of, possibilities right now I think coaches um coaches in general you know on one hand scheduling is a is a total monster to begin with because it's absolutely only about what's in it for me and my team when we schedule games you know, that's that's how every coach looks at it really you know and and so that that problem is a little bit compounded um although at the same time I think everybody realizes you know this is a different year um we're gonna have to kind of make some decisions that we ordinarily wouldn't make in scheduling to try to put something together. Let's work with each other. Let's find a way to make the best of it. Are there going to be a lot of regional games for you guys? I know uh, you see a lot of programs going with the regional format. Is that kind of what Belmont's going to be doing? Yeah, I think in general that you're going to see a lot fewer cross-country games. We were supposed to go to the University of Southern California, for example, and we're not going to play that game. Um, but uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll we'll keep it much much more regional. We're we're supposed to open up our season in Orlando in the Orlando Invitational in a really really high quality field. Uh, you can decide whether that's regional or not, but uh, you know <laughs> we'll be down there for several days in the bubble, exactly where the NBA has been playing um, here lately, and um, and we'll, that's where we'll start our season, and then everything else uh, after that is up in the air. <laughs> Coach, I got a couple uh, fun questions for you for your fan base to get to know you a little bit. Uh, okay, so Clash at the Curve. I, I read that on, I think it was bustingbrackets.com or one of the mid-major uh, bracket uh, websites. Talk about the Clash at the Curve. You're going up against the girls basketball coach uh, and Coach Brooks. Y'all are going to be playing cornhole, table tennis, and a game of horse. Yeah, so what, what the first thing I'll say is um, it's obvious that our marketing – crew has way too much time on their hands you know if they think this is a marketable uh, assignment but you know what they asked us to do it we'll show up we'll do our best um i am clearly the favorite there's no doubt about that. in all three games um i'm clearly the favorite and and i'm going for blood i'm not i'm not just going to show up and try to make this a fun game i mean i'm going there in there to win there's only one way to play right well, I, I tell you what, I'm excited to watch it. I saw a couple <laughs> tweets about it, and I did my – I was like, man, this seems like a fun way how to pass our time during COVID-19 times. Well, more power to you. If you think it's good to watch, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, 
we got to work on your Netflix or something like that. That's all right, though, man. I appreciate it. Coach, I, I, I've been through so many Netflix shows within the last, I think, six – I think it's been six months. You know, I watched Outer Banks, and now I'm back on Longmire after the third time watching it. So, I, well, I, I say this. I mean, you know, I've, I've watched Cornhole on ESPN, and I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> – this is awful, you know, and, and now you're going to get two amateurs out there playing, you know, and uh, we don't even know how to keep score, but then, hey, we'll, we'll see what we can do. So are you guys going to have teammates for this cornhole match? It's just a head-to-head matchup. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we've both been doing some heavy heavy lifting and training here in the last few weeks, you know, trying to get ourselves in shape. And, uh, you know, just total battle, one-on-one battle. Coach, I got to go back over to the basketball scene a little bit. After a big win, let's say after that OVC tournament championship win, what do you do? What do you do to celebrate? Oh, I'm always just hanging out with my family more than anything. You know, we, our, our tournament was in Evansville, and um, which is about two and a half hours from Nashville. And so once we once we finished a long night of media obligations and hotel celebrations with family and team and everything else, we packed up the car and drove home. Drove, drove back to Kentucky to pick up my dogs and then made it back to Nashville sometime around two in the morning. That's, that's what we did celebrate. I, I hear you, Coach. What does Belmont mean to you? Uh, well, it's a, I can answer that question a lot of ways. You know, Belmont's a first-class place um, with, a, with a community of people that really cares about each other. And, uh, you know, whether you're a basketball coach or an accountant or – um, a journalist or whatever, I think all of us um, are are the best version of ourselves when we're surrounded by people that um, that lift us up and make us better, and that's what Belmont is. And um, so it's it's a it is a if you haven't been to Belmont, people out there that that follow your show, I mean, it's a you you step on this campus and you realize immediately there's a real commitment to doing things a first class way. Um, Belmont's hosting the debate, the last presidential debate here in a couple of weeks, as an example. But every I got a I got a hundred seventy five million dollar performance hall that's being built right behind my office right now. Uh, you know, I mean, so it's a it's a place that really, really is doing well and is doing good things, and it's 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 really a great place to be a part of. Coach, you forgot to mention the be- one of the best college basketball uh, venues in all of college basketball. That was I uh, actually got to go up there my first. Two years ago, my first ever time to Belmont to cover Coach Rick Bird. And I, I tell you what, you have the best, one of the best on-campus basketball facilities in the country. It, it truly is. Curve and, Event Center opened up 2003. It's, it's spotless clean. It looks just like it did the day that we opened it up. Uh, size-wise, it's a, you know, it's a pretty intimate setting and um, great place to watch hoops, that's for sure. And, and um, it's been a great place to play. Belmont's had a pretty unbelievable success record. Uh, yeah in home games uh, during that time. I mean, literally top 10 in the country. Coach, last question I have for you. Talk about your recruiting pitch when you go into these homes and now Zoom calls with these kids. And, you know, why Belmont? Why, what, do, what do you pitch to them for Belmont's sake? And what, what is that recruiting pitch like? Well, it's not too different than the answer I gave you about what, why Belmont's important to me. You know, I mean, I think obviously recruits are looking – everybody's looking for something a little different. I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, what league is it? What style of play do you have? You know, do you win? What's your What's the coach's contract look like? Are you safe? Uh, is it Is it an urban place? Is it rural? Is it south? Is it west? Is it What are academics like? I mean, there's a ton of things to talk about in recruiting, um, but we we tell every single player that we meet with the reason to come to Belmont is because of the people that are in the program. That's the way it's always been, uh, and the people that you're going to be with on campus. Um, 
you know, we got a guy on our staff, for example, who played here. He was uh, an all-conference player and, and, and really, really good player. Uh, you know, he's been, in the, he's been in six different weddings of his teammates. Wow. You know, and that – so that, that kind of tells you what yeah. it's all about. You know, we've had, we've had three, play, three undergraduate transfers leave our program in 16 years. Three. Three guys have left our wow. program in 16 years. I mean, on average, almost three people leave per year in Division I basketball. You know, that's, that's the average is almost three per year per team. We've had three in 16 years. So that tells you that we've got a culture, you know, and an environment that's, that's healthy. Um, winning has a lot to do with that. Uh, but, um, you know, but that's what we really try to emphasize. Do you want to be a part of a program that wins, that has more academic All-Americans than anybody else in the country, that's had a, G, a team GPA over a 3.0 for 20 straight years, uh, you know, in Nashville, one of the best cities in the country. I mean, you know, that's, we got a lot to sell. Coach, I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been my pleasure. You have been listening to Coaches Friday on the Mitch Davis Show. Very special podcast today brought to you by S.Y. Wilson, the historic Arlington, Tennessee Depot Square. A very, very special thank you goes out to Coach Alexander for coming on the podcast today to talk all things Belmont basketball I mean, that was such a jam-packed action, and I hope each and every one of you enjoyed it. Be sure you head on over to the social media pages, Instagram and Facebook at The Mitch Davis Show, Twitter at Mitch Davis Show, and also Mitch Davis underscore eight. And now, the official home of the podcast and articles and everything else in between, TheMitchDavisShow.com. So be sure you go check those out before you head out to your game day location on Saturday, as we've got college basketball and college football just overlapping and all this great content coming out for you, the fans. I've been your host, Mitch Davis, and until next time, I'll catch you later. And a very special thank you to Coach Alexander again for coming on the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it.